Hello and welcome back to the latest Tink Business podcast powered by Bank of Ireland. Ahead of Budget 2022, Bank of Ireland Head of Motor Sector Stephen Healy talks about industry unease about a potential overhaul of vehicle registration tax that will make cars more expensive for the public. There is also talk of reducing release on electric vehicles purchases, just at a time when people should be encouraged to go electric. Can Ireland reach its 2030 goals? So Stephen, great to have you back. Budget 22 is uh, looming into view and I'm reading that the budget could bring with it increased prices for new cars. What exactly is going on? Uh, thanks, John. Uh, firstly, for having me back. I might just give you an update on the market too for segueing uh, in, into your question. And I think the last time we were talking, I, I was uh, I mentioned how well the sector has been doing this year, and um, we'd started to see some green shoots. So sales are new car sales are well ahead this year, up about twenty percent, and you know in, in the first eight months, but off a very low base. So if we compare back to pre-pandemic levels in twenty nineteen, new car sales are are about fourteen percent lower than twenty nineteen, and car sales have been falling, you know, for the for the the. the for 2017, 2018, and 2019. So there are some green shoots, but now there are there's some new car supply issues due to chip shortages. Um, there's also used car shortages in, in the market as, um, as the market was depressed for the last couple of years due to COVID and less new cars were sold, and, and, then, and not to mention Brexit and a number of other issues. So getting back to your point, just to frame the, 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 the chat about this, last year the government adopted tax strategy group recommendations to overhaul vehicle registration tax in Ireland. And essentially, what does that mean? It led to, to higher prices for new cars for consumers. So who, who are the, the tax strategy group, I, I hear you say? They're, uh, it's an interdepartmental inter committee chaired by the Department of Finance, and its membership comprises mainly of senior government officials. Mm. So, so, th so they've met again this year, and uh, again they're making recommendations for government in all areas of taxation. But with regard to to, to motor tax, they've they've made some suggestions to government, which has been very alarming for the motor sector, and concerns are now rising. So, the submission that the TSG made in their paper. Uh, would lead to further tax increases, which would lead to price increases for Irish consumers. So the, there was an Irish Times article there uh, during the week. Uh, I'm not sure if you read it. It, it. it suggested that the average price increase would be about €1,500 Euro on a new car. And that's that's quite significant because last mm. year, let's call it the beginning of this year, uh, it was €1,000. So it's another €1,500 Euro on top. And you know it, what's really surprising about it is when you look at the detail of the paper, uh, the TSG is suggesting lower electric vehicle reliefs going forward, effectively meaning that electric vehicle prices would go up next year. And in my view, that's completely counterintuitive. You know, we're only at the beginning of the electrification journey. There's, there's 2.2 million passenger cars on, on Irish roads. About 1% of them are electric at the moment. And, and to put the Irish fleet into context, there's 243 million passenger cars on the road in, in Europe and another 35 million in the UK. But coming back to Ireland, about 800,000 of those are over 10 years old. So we have an ageing fleet and they're, and they're only getting older because the new car market has been depressed for the past number of years due to due to lower car sales. If, if, you, if you look at it in, in even a little bit more uh, minutia of detail, about 720,000 cars are less than or equal to five years old. 
why did I pick that? They would be mostly what's known as EU6 or the most efficient and lowest emission vehicles. And that represents just a third of the fleet being the least polluting. So to give confidence to consumers, to maintain the momentum of electric vehicle sales, um, and even to improve the subsidies that exist in the marketplace today, that would promote the sale of of an electric vehicle and low emission vehicles. So the sector would see this TSG suggestion as as regressive, John, and, Mm. and not conducive to supporting the addition of low and zero emission new vehicles to what is an aging fleet. Well, that's kind of like when you think about it, all those ambitions to have uh, a significant amount of electric cars on our roads by 2030, that would certainly be a shot in the foot, I imagine. Um, What percentage of greenhouse gas emissions actually come from cars in Ireland? Yeah, so transport as a an umbrella would account for um, about 20% of all greenhouse gas emissions in Ireland. And passenger cars account for about half of that, so 10%. So 10% of all greenhouse gas emissions in Ireland come from cars. Um, The Climate Action Plan targets um, in 2030, just to your point, about 840,000 electric vehicles, electrically chargeable vehicles to be on the road. And you, you might remember in our last podcast, I mentioned that an electrically chargeable vehicle is the total of a full battery electric vehicle. So your, your Tesla and your plug-in hybrid, let's call it a Kia Niro as, as an example. So, and of that 840,000, 550,000 of those are battery electric vehicles. And so, so what does that mean? I'll put it into, into that, that ambition, into perspective. About 7% of vehicle sales this year are fully electric and another 7% being plug-in hybrid. So EV sales would need to increase to about 60% of new car sales annually between now and the end of the decade to meet those targets. So the the ambition in the Republic is is really adventurous, but it's really very well documented, John, that incentives are crucial to promote the adoption of those electric vehicles. So, you know, recently the Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, stated that to achieve a 51% reduction in, in emissions from transport, and, and I quote here, significant new measures will need to be identified and implemented. Well, that's the kind of thing. I mean, you, you think about it, the actual desire to get to that lovely figure. But again, that has to be backed up by credible policy in order to make it happen. In terms of the overall climate crisis, though, what is the motor sector doing itself to, to, to kind of help the problem, reduce the problem? When you think about it in the overall sense, I mean, you could talk about electric cars in one sense, but the overall impact of, of the sector and its footprint on, on, the, on the climate action situation. Yeah, so I suppose all stakeholders are, are having their input and much of the change is driven by EU policy, along with local government policy and car manufacturers building low emission and fully electric vehicles. So, for example, manufacturers must conform to strict EU regulations. Emissions from new cars are are continually falling for the past number of years. And this year, a a new benchmark, uh, or let's call it a new baseline target of uh, 95 grams uh, of CO2 was set. And I won't get into the the nuances of that. But if you just think of 95 grams, that's to reduce by a further 15% by 2025 and another 37.5% by by 2030. But there's a proposal now on the table by the EC to reduce that 37.5% to 55%. So the EC are also proposing a ban on combustion vehicles by 2035. And Ireland, as you know, is already talking about 2030. 
So EU regulation is a driver. Manufacturers have then risen to meet these targets. So to your point, what are they doing? Well, they're making more electric vehicles. They're onshoring battery production plants in Europe um, and, uh, you know, economies of scale in here, John. So the more vehicles that are, are built and produced, um, the more likely it is that manufacturers reach these targets. Uh, and there, there's, 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 there's a punitive element involved for manufacturers that they don't reach the target, you know, very heavy monetary um, disincentives. You know, they'd be fined if they didn't. So it's happening. You know, the, the, the battery onshoring is happening, making more hybrids and plug-in hybrids and fully electric vehicles is happening. And what the sector would expect is that by the end of the decade, that although electric vehicle prices are higher today, by the end of the decade, they'd be more aligned with that of the internal combustion engine. So in that interim period between now and the decade, and I know I've harped on about this from, from the get-go, but I think it's really important um, to emphasize that, that you know, consumer-related subsidies and incentives are, are in the market to ensure that we can reach the targets of our climate action plan. So to replace that aging older car fleet I mentioned earlier with low emission and zero emission cars, those incentives are going to be really important, John. Excellent. Well, with that, we'll be watching the coming weeks with much interest in seeing just what we can do to rejuvenate our car fleet and hopefully make you know make electric cars more affordable because you know it's an enticing technology. It's incredible what they can do, but for mere mortals, I think they're still quite quite out of most people's uh, price range. So hopefully, good policy will will drive the future of motoring. Thank you. Absolutely, John. Thank you.